Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to episode 296 of the Unpopular Podcast. This is your man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And here at the Unpopular Podcast, I'm not really asking you to agree with me. I'm asking you to hear me out. One thing that I'm starting to notice is people like to compound things, which I get. I get it. People like to compound things that are happening compared to things that aren't happening that should be happening. I understand everybody wants 100%. Everybody wants totality. Everybody wants completion. So Brittany Griner came home. Uh, she was in a Russian prison for, what, since January? Almost a year? Uh, she was She was in there for... Um, carrying a vape or accused of carrying a vape that had weed in it. Uh, Russia has really strict laws about that type of thing. But it wasn't the fact that she, yeah, you could have said she broke the law, I guess, in Russia. But they were, they saw her as a, as a bargaining chip, which is why you saw them ex exercise unharsh or harsher penalties than some feel she should. I mean, I think she was sentenced to like 10 years in jail or something like that. She finally came home. Uh, the U.S. did a bargain with Homie that if you saw the movie, what, Lord of War with Nick Cage, that guy, the U.S., I think he was in jail for like 10 years or something here we did a we did a prisoner prisoner swap by the bing by the boom Brittany Griner's home. I see, of course, a lot of people championing championing the fact that she is home. You know, uh, nobody whether how you feel about weed or or whatever. I think everybody felt that the punishment was excess. The punishment was harsh. Um. And it did shine a light on the fact that a lot of players, especially in the WNBA, and in fact, mostly in the WNBA, have to go overseas because they cannot afford to just play in the WNBA, which should, which is, is crazy to think about. But why did I talk about compounding? Why did I talk about lumping things together? Because while there is a group of people that are championing the fact that Brittany Griner's home, they're happy that she's home. Uh, there are a group of people that are upset that she's home. And they're upset that she's home because there's also another prisoner in Russia named Paul Whelan. He was not arrested for a vape pen. He was arrested for espionage. He was accused of espionage. I think he's been there for like six years now. And you saw people... Or four, I think. You saw people wonder how the U how the US was able to get Brittany Griner, but not able to get Mr. Whelan. They were saying, you know, you see people saying <laughs> if if Paul Whelan could shoot a ball, he would be out. Here's the thing. I want 
everybody to come home that deserves to come home. I do think Paul Whelan deserves to come home. But you also have to realize, just like anywhere, weed in a vape pen is looked at a tad bit differently than espionage. And while if he did or not, I don't know. But what I do know is it don't matter who you are, bro. They're not going to look at weed and espionage the same way, meaning they wanted more for Paul than I guess the U.S. was able to accommodate at the time. Look here, this ain't a political podcast. I don't know, but I do know this. Let's. Apparently, the family is still in the U.S. Biden is still trying to trying to get Paul Whelan. But let's let's celebrate the fact that a person, whether basketball, whether whatever she was, a person is back home. I don't want to damper the fact that Brittany Griner is back home. Yes, we would love Paul Whelan to be back as well. But Brittany Griner is home. That doesn't minimize Paul Whelan. That doesn't maximize or inflate Brittany Griner. She's probably going to need therapy after this. Let's be real here. That's, I mean, being in jail for like almost a year, I would know, but I'm going to assume, especially a Russian jail, and she was moved to like one of the toughest camps or, or imprisonments there. She might need some therapy. But I don't want people to kill Brittany Griner coming home because somebody else wasn't home. I'm happy for Brittany Griner. I'm happy that she's back. I was, I'm not going to say very vocal, but I understood that she broke the law, which is in Russia. But I did think that it was excessive, the, 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 the punishment for the crime. So I'm glad that she's back. Um, I hope that if she wants to, that's another thing that we, because everyone's like, well, I hope she gets back on the court this season. Maybe she doesn't want to hoop. I don't know. If she wants to hoop, I, and when she's ready to hoop, I would love to see her back on the court. Um, I wouldn't, if I was her, I wouldn't have nothing to do with Russia, like, at all. And again, it, it goes back to a bigger situation. I've talked about it on this podcast several times, but it goes back to a bigger situation. We have to under, there shouldn't be, look, we understand that people make different amounts of money and revenue is different for, for different sports. Basketball players make more than football players. Nobody outside of, you know, international soccer players makes more than baseball players. Hell, we're, we're going to talk about late, later on the show about Aaron Judge. But the WNBA continues to grow in popularity year after year. I, th- I feel like a broken record at this point because I think I talked about this last episode. It continues to grow in popularity. And with that, with, with that, the pay should go up. Again, there, uh, Kelsey Plum, I don't remember the podcast she was on, so shout out to that podcast. Sorry, I don't remember the name. But Kelsey Plum was talking about they don't even get 
paid from the sale, like the sales of their of their name, of their jerseys, of their likeness. Which is crazy to me because that's where most of the profit would come from. You know how many little girls I see walking around wearing Brianna Stewart, wearing Asia Wilson, wearing uh, Kelsey Plum jerseys? Hell, Brianna Stewart has a Puma shoe. I don't. I'm sure she's getting paid for it, but I'm just saying that that sh- the fact that they don't even get paid for jersey sales is crazy. Then it makes you think, what the hell are they putting into it? Because we remember the fight that they've had about chartered flights and in, in, in the flights. What? Where is this money going? I don't know, but. I'm not going to compound it like I just talked about. Congrats. I'm happy for Brittany Garner for coming home. I hope that she takes her time in the decision of when, if and when she does hoop again. Um, again, somebody that was in prison heart, harshly punished for something that she did uh, is home, and I'm happy. And Last point on that, I do hope that Paul Whelan comes home soon. I do. Uh, I think he's a Marine, or I think he's like a vet or something like that. So, you know, I do I do wish for his, his return. Speaking of return, and we're going to move forward. I don't, I know exactly how I'm going to attack this. So the Ram Thursday night football, the Rams beat the Raiders seventeen to sixteen. Baker Mayfield, just two days prior, was picked up off waivers by the Rams. He play, he didn't start, but he played most of the game. Had a game winning touchdown drive in the fourth quarter. I don't think I, I this this win this is more of a loss than a win a loss by the Raiders than it is for the for the for the Rams. Do I think that Baker Mayfield is a changed guy and because he's in a Rams uniform he's going to be better than what he's been? No. I think that it's it's kind of like again I talked about this with Clay Thompson. When Klay Thompson came back from injury, the game he came back, it was against the the Cleveland Cavaliers. I think he had like 13 quick points. Like it was he dunked on somebody. He had the energy. It was the adrenaline flowing. I think Baker Mayfield wanted to prove people that I'm not, you know, my QBR, which is like the second worst all time. Uh, I'm not what what I – how – how I ended in in Cleveland. I'm not how I ended in Carolina. He wanted to prove people that. So I think that the adrenaline was running there, and he made some good pass. Again, the game-winning throw was to Van Joseph. It was a great throw. It was a great drive. I think he had, like, under a minute to go 98 yards, and they did that. So shouts out to the Rams. Shouts out to Baker Mayfield. I I am quick to to – point out somebody's faults before I, so let me be quick on giving congratulations congratulations baker mayfield for winning thursday night football against the raiders 17 to 16 but let me talk about the raiders 
I have been very vocal. Hell, you can go to past episodes. I even made it into a clip twice, I think. I've been very vocal about Josh McDaniels and his coaching status in the league. And Josh McDaniels is actually one of the main reasons why I say some people are great coordinators and aren't great coaches. Josh McDaniels is one of them. Nathaniel Hack is one of them. I'm I'm really starting to question and and think Matt LaFleur may be one of them. But this is this this isn't just Josh McDaniels and I'm not going to just put it on the feet of Josh McDaniels. Just like I can't just put it on the I can't put all the Broncos problems on the feet of Nathaniel Hackett. This is a entire problem. It's not the fact that they spent almost they spent damn near the most money in free in free agency getting a player like a Devontae Adams. Or the fact that damn near all of their draft picks since night since 2000 no, since 2019 are not on the team anymore. I think maybe the only there's only two people I think one of them is Josh Jacobs and they declined his fifth year option. It's not the fact that not only do they not hit in the draft, they don't even hit in free agency. Outside of Devonta Adams, who is the free agent splash that they've gotten in the last few years? I'll wait. Was it, who, who would you say? Chandler Jones? Let me ask you a question. What has Chandler Jones done this year? In fact, I'll tell you what he's done. Chandler Jones, he had one forced fumble yesterday, or one forced fumble Thursday night. That was their big that was their big defensive acquisition. Now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Chandler Jones is trash. I'm saying that there there is nothing. There's one thing that is positive right, two things that is positive right now about the Raiders. And that is Devontae Adams still looks like Devontae Adams when they're able to get him the ball. He did have an incredible catch on Thursday night football. And Josh Jacobs has come alive the last the last or the, the second half of this season. He's looked like one of the best backs in the league. But this loss against the Rams epitomizes everything wrong with this team. From the head coach and time management or clock management. From the play calling. From the fact of you had a 99.9% probability of winning because you had the 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 team that has a two-day-old for the team Baker Mayfield a two-day-old quarterback had to go 98 yards down the field in almost under a minute and they had to score that's the thing they couldn't just get a field goal they had to score a touchdown A 99, or I think it was like 98.9% chance of winning. To zero. It's the fact that I've been skating around it, but we're here now. Let's talk about Derek Carr. 
And I and I have a problem. I, I struggle with this too. I do this a lot too. Because I've been doing it with Russell Wilson. What I do is I, I look at the past few seasons and try to make sense of what I'm seeing now. Or try to negate what I'm seeing now. For instance, I've said I've been saying for the longest Russell Wilson has had one of the best careers so far up to this point of quarterback in half. Minus, of course, uh, 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 MVP. But that doesn't negate the fact that this year, Baker, I mean, Russell Wilson has been god awful. He has he has been one of the were actually he has been statistically the worst quarterback in the league. What I do is I allow myself to cloud out what what's what's here because I look at what's been. I got to stop doing that. And I'm going to start today. Derek Carr Derek Carr, against a defense that is struggling, by the way, the Ra- I mean, the Rams' defense is one of the worst defenses in the league statistically this year, even with Aaron Donald. And Aaron Donald didn't even play, I don't think. He, they didn't have Aaron Donald, who was arguably, no, he was the best defensive player in the league. Jalen Ramsey has been getting cooked all year. Hell, he got cooked on Thursday Night Football against uh, Devontae Adams. Now, yes, I'm not saying Devontae Adams is anybody, but he still got cooked. Derek, all, this game felt like a layup game. You're, you're, you're playing against a quarterback that got to the team two days ago. You go 11 for 20 for 137 yards, zero touchdowns, one inter- two interceptions. This is one of the biggest reasons why uh, a lot of people question if Derek Carr is a top 10 quarterback or top 15 quarterback. Derek, you have to win that game, bro. Your season's on the line. The season's over at this point. There's, I doubt that a five and eight team is going to make the super or going to make the the playoffs. Let alone make any noise in the playoffs. Yes, Derek Carr has had is one of the actually statistically one of the best quarterbacks as far as comebacks. I think he has like eight or something. But that doesn't mean anything. The Raiders are who the Raiders are. The Raiders are five and eight. I keep saying they're one of the best five and eights in the league, or they're one of the best under five hundred teams in the league. They're still under five hundred. Derek Carr has been awful this year. I understand Darren uh, Darren Waller has been out, and nine more than likely is going to get traded by the end of the year or traded by next season. I also understand. Josh McDaniels might not be the best head coach, but Derek Carr, if you are Derek Carr, if you are the top 10 quarterback that a lot of people think you're supposed to be, you have to win games like this against a a depleted team. 
Remember, let, remember who didn't play. Matthew Stafford, their starting quarterback, didn't play. Cooper, Cooper Cup, arguably one of the best wide receivers in the league, didn't play. Aaron Jones, Aaron Donald, I'm sorry, didn't play. Their offense, like three offensive linemen were missing. And you can't, and again, this team, they're four and nine. Meaning, going into this game, going into Thursday Night Football, the Rams were three and nine. The defense is terrible for the Raiders. Even with Chandler, I mean, you have you have Chandler Jones, who's a Pro Bowler. You have Max Crosby, who's a Pro Bowler. That's it. I feel like I'm going hard on the Raiders, and I am. Because rightfully so, you were supposed to be better than this. And I have to, I'm going to, I apologize to the world. I'm going to make amends today. I'm going to start seeing things at face value. Not just what they've been, but what they are. And what they are is Derek Carr has been a, 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 Derek Carr has been terrible all year. This, this Raiders team, even with the, the, the fancy car that is Devontae Adams, has been terrible this year. Even with the, the only two bright spots has been Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs. That is it. So, yes, congratulations to the Rams for, for beating the Raiders in Thursday Night Football 17-16. to 16, But that game in cap, I think the, that game in encapsulates, encapsulates everything wrong with the Vegas Raiders this year. And how if moves aren't, and that's the thing. Because you can say, if they don't make any moves, what's gonna what's gonna happen? The Raiders are are are, are too good to really make a note. Like, who are they gonna get in the draft? What player is going to change this? Mark Davis. Mm-hmm. I think the worst part about it is like, and I understand because Washington has been like this for a minute. You know, going into the season with a lot of hope. Like, this is going to be the year. And after making a whole bunch of free agency moves that you think is going to land, and they don't, for reason, for one, some, one reason or another, they just don't land. And now you're sitting here at 5-8, and eight, losing to a team with a quarterback that, one, got waived by a team. That needs a quarterback, by the way. And arrived to the team two days before the game. I don't know if you know much about football, but it's not the most uh, easy sport to learn, especially at the quarterback position. And you lose to that team, to this guy right here, who statistically is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Or has been one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Let me get off of my soapbox. Congratulations to the Rams. 
let's move on and give my week uh, 14 predictions, shall we? Let's start with the Jets at Bills. I have the Bills winning this game. One, because they're in Buffalo. Two, I trust Mike. Mike White has been better than I the better than anybody I think has expected. Um, even though they did lose last week, uh, and he did throw a game-ending interception, it was it was a really good game, and he he had some of the best throws I've seen this year. Uh, I I don't know long term. But I do think that Mike White is the short-term solution for this Jets team. And it could be long-term. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen with Zach Wilson. But I trust and the Jets trust Mike White. I just don't think they're going to beat the Bills. I'm not saying the Bills are going to kill them because I don't think that – I think that there's a lot – there's problems with the Bills that they're trying to figure out. But I have the Bills winning that game against the Jets. The Jets' defense has been great. Sauce Gardner – has, in my opinion, solidified himself as the best rookie defensive player in the league, and I think he'll win rookie defensive player of the year. Uh, and Robert Sala, who was a defensive co- defensive guy, has the, the Jets' defense looks great. Uh, I just don't think they're going to beat the Bills. So I have the Bills winning that. Browns at Bengals. I have the Bengals. I think this is <laughs> – this is game two of Deshaun Watson playing. Uh, I just I think the Bengals are rolling right now. They got a big win against the Chiefs last week. Jamar Chase did look good, and of course, this is his second game back. The Bengals look like the Bengals that made the Super Bowl last year. I was very skeptical, and I've, I've, I was very vocal on the podcast. I was skeptical about are they going to be able to sustain or get back to that because a lot of those games last year that they won were close games or they had to come back, i.e. The, the the NFC or AFC championship. But they look like all of the, the being like they look all of an eight and four team. Jo, uh, Joe Burrow, in my opinion, has put himself in the MVP race. He's been good. They've been good. And I have the Bengals. The defensively for the Browns. Surprisingly, hasn't been good, even with uh, Miles Garrett, even with Jadavion Clowney. They haven't been that good. Oh, now I understand that there have been injuries. I.e., Newsom has been out a couple times, but I have the I have the Bengals win that game. Texans at Cowboys. Anytime I see the Texans going against anybody, I'm gonna just tell you now. I'm automatically going with the other person. So, shout out to the Cowboys. I have them beating the Texans. And they're in Houston, they're in uh, Dallas. Uh, Dallas winning that. Vikings at Lions. That's going to be a good game. It's a divisional matchup. Uh, again, the the Lions, even though they are five and seven, they are one of the best offenses in the league. Jared Goff has been good. <laughs> Shannon Sharp said Jared Goff has been playing better than uh than Baker uh, Tom Brady this year. And he's not wrong. I, however, have the Vikings. Um, it's one o'clock game. You know what that means. You know what that means. One o'clock game. Kurt Cousins, Hall of Famer. Kurt Cousins is probably going to Kurt. Like, if every game was, <laughs> and I'm, of course, there's there's sarcasm, and I'm joking, but there is there is uh, some seriousness to it. 
if every game was played at one o'clock, I'd favor the Vikings because Kurt Cousins is a one o'clock goat. He is the Tom Brady of one o'clock games. So I'm sorry for the Lions. I have I have the Vikings. You also have Justin Jefferson, who has kind of emerged as arguably the best wide receiver in the game right now. I have the Vikings. Eagles at Giants. I have the Eagles. I have the Eagles because I don't, I mean, again, the Giants are starting to look like the Giants, uh, or at least what we thought they would. And I don't even think Saquon Barkley is going to play because he's hurt. Uh, I have the Eagles winning that. The, the Eagles are just a better team. And this team is predicated around uh, predicated around Saquon Barkley in the running game. So, And if he's not going to be there. I have the Eagles. Ravens at Steelers. I have the Steelers because Lamar Jackson's not playing. Uh, I think Taylor Huntley is going to be good, but I'm not going to disrespect the Saint or the Steelers defense, uh, J.J. Watt, or no, T.J. Watt. Uh, I just – I have the Steelers, the, and they're at home. Again, it would be different if the Ravens offense – the Ravens offense is solely predicated around Lamar Jackson. This team – is built around Lamar Jackson. It's not like Lamar Jackson, you can put anybody in and do what Lamar Jackson does or run this offense to the same fluidity that it has. And no, with Lamar Jackson not being there, it's huge. With a sprain uh, PCL, uh, it's huge. So I have the Steelers winning. And right now, I think Kenny Pickett is better than Taylor or Tyler Huntley. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Jags at Titans. I have the Titans. The Titans are a good team. Uh, even though they did just give up or they did just let go of their GM. Uh, the, the Titans are good. You still have Ryan Tannehill. You still have Derrick Henry. This defense is still ferocious. I mean, it's a Mike Vrabel coach team. I have the Texans. Chiefs at Broncos. I have the Chiefs destroying the Broncos. The Broncos can't did you you know the stat i we've been talking about the stat for the longest and every publication talks about this that if the broncos would have scored 18 points they'd be like 9 and 2 right now but they're 3 and 9 so i have the chiefs and the chiefs are coming off a loss oh yeah nah i have the chiefs destroying the broncos panthers at seahawks i have the seahawks the seahawks are one of the the, the best stories of the year hands down uh, I have the Seahawks winning that. Buccaneers at 49ers. <sighs> to me, this is a difficult decision because of the 49ers defense. Um, I know that they have mystery relevant uh, with Jimmy G being out. I think Plucky uh, as the quarterback for the 49ers. But I think def- I think that this team can ride Christian McCaffrey. It can ride the defense, and I have the 49ers winning again. Even though they won on Monday night, was it Monday night football? The Bron- the Buccaneers. I still remember how bad they looked the entire the entirety of the game. Uh, it was just the fact that they were playing a bad team. They were playing the who did they play? Was it the Panthers? Um, it was just bad. It wasn't the Panthers. It was somebody, but it was bad. No, it was the Saints, and it, it they 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 looked terrible the entire game outside of the last drive. So, 
I know there's a lot on the the quarterback shoulders plug, but I have the 49ers win. This defense is that good that and Christian McCaffrey's that good. So I have the 49ers. Sunday night football, Dolphins at Chargers. I have the Dolphins. Uh the Chargers, I like Justin Herbert. I like Keenan Allen, but the Chargers are still hurt and the Dolphins are coming off of a bad loss. I think that with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, with a lot of the the secondary of the Chargers being injured, with that speed, it's it's not a good combination. Uh, so I have the Dolphins winning that. And Monday Night Football, Patriots at Cardinals. Both teams suck. Mm. I have the oh, Jesus. I didn't realize the Cardinals are four and eight. Uh, I think it depends on if. Kyler Murray plays. If Kyler Murray plays, I have the Cardinals. If Kyler Murray does not play, I have the Patriots. Those are my predictions. Those are my predictions for week 14 of the NFL season. And lastly, before we go, this is a quick episode. I'm not going to lie to you. Kind of busy. Um, Aaron Judge is staying with the Yankees. I was drastically wrong. <laughs> for Not only was I wrong. Homie that tweeted the uh that he's going to the San Francisco Giants was drastically wrong as well. I thought he wasn't going to go back to the Yankees because of how the last contract negotiations went where they weren't they weren't trying to pay him what he felt he was worth. He had to even take them to court cuz he's just like, "Damn, like my G. What are we doing?" And I just thought that that would that would remember or Aaron Judge remember that. However, I guess he also understands the market that the San Francisco Giants has compared to the market that the New York Yankee has. Uh, he signed a nine-year, $360 million contract. Again, Aaron Judge is one of the best players in, in baseball. Uh, yeah, he we know what he did last year with the home runs and winning the MVP and stuff like that. AL MVP or NL AL MVP. Uh, again, I thought I thought he was gonna remember, and I I thought that uh, I don't know if if the the I don't think they offered him this much money, the Giants. I don't know, but Aaron Judge is staying with the, with the. Yankees, uh, congratulations! Shouts out to him. Uh, Aaron just saying with the Yankees, I, it's it's also a profitable thing, man. Like it's it's more. He's going to make more money, even though you know it's three hundred sixty million. He's going to make more in the market that is the 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 Yankees, which is the most popular team in baseball, one of the most popular team in sports history compared to the Giants. And that's no offense to the Giants. The Giants have had more recent success than the Yankees. But again, the the market, the market, he can make more off the field or off the diamond, whatever you want to call it, than on as a Yankee than he would as a Giant. That's just that's just how it is. I think he saw that and he'll be here for the next or be there for the next nine years. So bada bing, bada boom. This has been a very interesting uh, off season to say the least. I talked about last episode with Trey Turner going to the uh, the Phillies with you know um, what's his name? Damn, 
with Chase Chase uh no Cody Bellinger going to the Cubs, Verlander going to the going to the Mets, DeGrom going to the Ra- uh, Rangers. It's it's been a it's been a very eventful offseason, I'll say the least. Uh but with that being said, there you have it. That's been today's episode of the Unpopular Podcast. I truly, truly appreciate you guys. If you want to pop the podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve, joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're wanting, I probably have on that website. Just click on the link and bada bing, bada boom, you get yourself a nice piece of history, which is the Unpopular Podcast merch. Also, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. And until next time, much love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, what it's like for a nigga like me living out his backpack every night, needed a new place to sleep. But this is now, nigga. One's for the money, two for the bitch ass. Three to get ready, cause I feel I finally did it. Four's for the jealous rapper, mad because he finished. Turn that motherfucker to a critic, man. I got so much shit up on my plate, dog. I was hanging on them corners late, pockets went straight, bitch. I ain't gonna make it at this rate, dog. Know what I'm saying, nigga? Praying up to God, just hoping that he here, nigga. I know the world got more problems and it's much bigger, but I figured. I get some shit up off my chest So all my niggas I would die for Love my pistol up, go out and war for To all my niggas that'll never make it out the streets Fuck it, keep going hard, don't let them see you weak To all my niggas first time stepping in the pen Read a book and exercise, keep your spirit in To all my niggas that's gonna fuck around and die today Take our hats off, bow our heads and let us pray Just wanna say, hey Bless my nigga, bless my nigga uh, Really think about it, could be worse, my nigga Don't stress, my nigga Yes, my nigga we all bless my nigga, stay blessed, my nigga. Uh, bless my nigga. Really think about it, could be worse, my yeah, nigga. Don't yeah. stress, my nigga. Yes, my nigga. We all bless my nigga. Uh. Now, how the fuck I'm supposed to say this? You see, my nigga just lost a son while I'm here hugging on my daughter. I grip her harder, kiss her on the head as I cry for a bit. Thinking of some bullshit to tell him like It'll be okay You'll be straight, it'll be alright Fuck that shit, whatever you need Yo, I got it, yo, I got it. Whether it's money or some weed I'm putting in work, fuck it, then I'm right You know what's up, but now a nigga couldn't stick around Told myself that after y'all moved That I'd be a fucking fool to be living by the street rules Fuck police tattoos that happens when you did school But anyway, keep the faith, stay strong, bruh uh, Remain solid, bruh. bruh. Keep playing ball, cause it's the only way about it, bruh. bruh. A nigga proud of ya. Uh, Tell Floyd to enjoy his newborn seed. I have whatever it needs. Yeah. We the last of a dime breed. Live like smoke trees. Uh, See how far we come, but most I'm sorry for your son. Say, bless my nigga. Bless my nigga. Uh, really think about it, could be worse, my nigga. Don't stress, my nigga. Yes, my nigga. We all bless my nigga, stay blessed, my nigga. Uh, bless my nigga. Really think about it, could be worse, my yeah, nigga. Don't yeah. stress, my nigga. Yes, my nigga. We all bless my nigga, uh. And you ain't gotta shed no tear. I'll be everywhere, but I'm always be right here. I ain't forgot those years. I'll be everywhere, but I'm always be right here.
living in a premature place. Wait, never grow to see the pearly gates. Break, every time I bullet detonate. Dates. Of obituary carry crates Of a scary picture with a family member that relate Till you're in December, you was finna pin another case On your record in a stolen expedition, play it safe As the record spinning, you was hearing angels entertain Every point intended that was wicked coming from your brain Recognize you listen, and you didn't hit the block and aim That's because the minute after you had knew you would be slain Open up another chapter in the book and read a game Story of a gun clapper really trying to make a change Everybody ain't blessed, my nigga Yes, my nigga, you're blessed Take advantage, do your best, my nigga, don't stress You was granted everything inside this planet Anything you imagine you possess, my nigga You reject these niggas that neglect your respect For the progress of a baby step, my nigga Step, step, my nigga One, two, skip, skip, back, back Look both ways, pull it off the hip Blast at anybody say that you can't flip This crack into rap music Every other zip is a track Get used to it, get it off quick Come back, give back to the city you built That's that, don't trip, see money Fuck niggas, dog. It ain't nothing but a bunch of fuck niggas, dog. In a minute, everybody go be winning. Put a little faith in it, then recognize that we all bless my nigga, bless my nigga. Really think about it, could be worse, my nigga. Don't stress, my nigga. Yes, my nigga. We all bless my nigga. Stay blessed, my nigga. Bless my nigga. Really think about it, could be worse, my nigga. Don't stress, my nigga. Yes, my nigga. We all bless my nigga, uh.